Well, every generation talks about how much harder they used to have it, right? We've heard all the stories walking five miles up the hill through the snow both ways to get to school. But we do know for a fact that they had at least one thing that was easier. That was retirement planning. We're going to tell you today how much things have changed and why it's much harder today than it used to be. Welcome to the My Retirement Clarity Podcast, where our goal is simple, to help you close the gap between what you know and what you implement. The team at JL Perkins Wealth Management does this by helping good people make great decisions so they can enjoy an amazing retirement. And now, here's your host and financial advisor, Lee Perkins. Welcome into My Retirement Clarity. Glad to have you on the podcast today. I'm Ben George with Lee Perkins, owner and financial advisor at JL Perkins Wealth Management. Lee, good to talk to you again. How are you? Man, it's, I'm doing well, doing well. It's been a while since since we've chatted. I know I did did a solo show one time and, and life got in the way and I missed an episode a, a week or so ago. And we had a couple I did have a couple of clients reach out to me and say, Hey, you didn't have a, a show post this Wednesday Wednesday. What's going on? And so yeah, we've had a lot going on here in our office. We've we've had some pretty serious remodeling going on. I've had painters and electricians and data guys in here. So just as we build out our team and grow grow our team here, uh, it just causes us to to kind of redo what we're doing here at the office. So it's it's been it's been good. So a lot of fun. The end result we're, we're basically in. We're still working with decorators right now, but uh, yeah, it's pretty exciting. Yeah, new website as well uh, that's been updated and refreshed, so you can take a look at that. I know I, the first thing I noticed, Lee, you know, obviously the podcast, you can get all the episodes there as well. But first thing I noticed, the events right there, front and center as well. I know you got some things coming up. Yeah, absolutely. Now, we are recording this episode um, the week prior to Valentine's Day. So by the time this this episode airs, we, you know, you this event will have already taken place. But we're doing what's called a Galentine's uh, luncheon okay. just just for our female clients and and their guests and man we've got like seventy ladies that have signed up to come to this and we That's Elaine awesome. and I were talking and and we thought we'd have maybe maybe twenty five or thirty women come but this has really grown into way more than we expected so yeah got about seventy people coming to it and then uh, we've got a tax workshop coming up the same week so yeah we, we so we're going to be more proactive and make sure that we put those events and training opportunities on the website so yeah you definitely want to go to myretirementclarity.com and you can be as informed as you, as you need to be yeah check that out even if you miss these these events we just mentioned they'll be updated right there on the website and check that out but really cool to see the the women getting involved and I know we talk about all the time that uh, that's a, it's an important part of planning is having everybody on the same page. So really cool to hear that. Well, Lee, Absolutely. we got a, a great show today. Talking about retirement planning is, is much harder than it used to be. I think we've touched on this a little bit in the past, but it's so true, right? I mean, you, you look at kind of where things were. You don't have to go back that far, but definitely the generation prior to the people retiring now, things have changed quite a bit. Yeah, it really has. And I, I loved your intro talking about you know, our parents and grandparents tell us they walked, you know, uphill <laughs> both ways. And and my dad used to tell me that. And I was like, Dad, you, you grew up in Payne City. There's not a there's not a hill in Payne City. <laughs> so anyway, and so I've heard people say, hey, we ate dirt for breakfast and we liked it. Right. Uh, so but anyway, yeah, th- things have changed a, a little bit from it, as far as the retirement landscape. It, it is more difficult than it it used to be because it's just not as common nowadays for somebody to stay at the same company anymore the way they used to be. Many of our 
our parents and grandparents worked for the same company. You know, they started right after they got out of high school and stayed there until they retired. Uh, and most of these people worked 30, 40, even 50 years at the same company. And, and that's what my parents did. My dad worked at the phone company the whole time. My mom worked at Georgia Power the whole time. And so this really made, made it a little bit easier to plan for retirement because a lot of those companies back then, they offered company pensions. And so most people didn't have the financial responsibility of planning for their own retirement because they knew when they retired, they were still going to get a check until they died. And so, and, and that pension check usually covered the spouse. And so they'd both be taken care of. And so that's really just not the case anymore. And, and we've talked about that on the show before here, Ben. Uh, very few private companies offer pensions. And the ones that do, they've many of them are frozen or not, not available to new hirees. So only the older group of people still have access to it. But you know, the younger ones, they've got access to the new company retirement plan that's called a defined contribution plan. And of course, we all know that as a 401k or 403b or something like that. And so now, since people don't really stay at the same job their whole career and they, they, they jump around, they oftentimes wind up with really sort of a hodgepodge of old 401k retirement accounts that either get forgotten or we see this a lot when they leave the company, they just simply withdraw that money and have them send them a check. And, and I think a lot of times people just don't realize the damage that they're doing for their own retirement planning when they make those, those distributions that way. Yeah. And it's not that people aren't committed to, to a certain job. This companies are structured differently than they, than they used to be. And they've had a change to increase revenues and, and maintain all that. So it's just oh, a hundred percent. I think companies nowadays, they seem to be, it's, it's more about the bottom line. Yep. And a lot of times, depending on the company, people are just sort of I mean, kind of pawns and they can just be moved, moved around or either or dismissed. And it would just, it just happens more and more nowadays. Yep. All right. So that's our first one that we want to go through here. Just job stability, company loyalty is the first on our list. Now, another where, area where retirement planning is harder than it used to be is, is the housing market. Um, I mean, we, we've seen prices jump up and down over the last few years, especially, but you know, this seemed like before things were just more stable, a little bit more predictable. You kind of knew what to expect when you were relying on your home as a, as an asset or a source of equity. Yeah. And, and the whole housing thing that can get tricky for a lot of people. I mean, I live here in, in Macon, Georgia, so we're, we're not in an area that, that you can buy a house and, and then know that it's going to double in value in 10 years. We're just not in that kind of market. If, if that's what you want, then, you know, go buy a house in California or some other crazy market like that. You can, you have to bid against people on a house that you've never seen and all those kind of things. But, you know, you got to be prepared to live in a shoebox for the same money that you'd spend right here in Macon. I oftentimes joke that if I could take my house, which is a nice house, uh, it's not a mansion, but if I could take my house and put it on it's somewhere in California in a nice neighborhood there, I mean, I mean it, it'd be a $12 million house, mm -hmm. just like uh, a, a, almost any house here in, in Macon. If you put it in the right location in California, it's a multi, multi-million dollar house. But, but anyway, like you said, pretty much all of the home values right now are higher than what they were a few years ago. And, and I just think every, everything is still pretty much inflated, but I know at some point it's going to go down. So I don't really look at a, a, a house as a source of equity 
for really for my clients, because I don't have clients who are pulling equity from from their house in retirement. Most most of our clients have they've got other assets to fund their retirement. But what is more common now is people wanting to to downsize their house and go into something smaller and more manageable once they retire. Because at this point, of course, the kids they're out of the house and they don't need anything that big. And, and really people don't want to they don't want to clean a, a big house. And a lot of people don't want to have a two-story house anymore. And, and if you think back to your grandparents' house, and I think back to my grandparents' house, both of them, they were one-story houses. But now, you know, people build two-story houses, three-story houses, and, and eventually wind up wanting to be back in a one-story house so they don't have to navigate stairs when they get older. So, And I think the problem right now, and, and a lot of the clients that come to my office, we discuss this, the way the current housing market is, Somebody could downsize their house and, and get half the house and, and still pay as much as they did for you know, what, what they sold their bigger house for. So it's not really a net gain there. Um, plus, if they had to get a loan, the interest rate is, gosh, just probably twice, two or three times what it was uh, three or four years ago. So for this reason, a lot of my clients, Ben, they're just opting to sort of stay put at least until interest rates come down. Yeah, it's it's been a it's been a wild ride the last couple of years, especially, and can make it difficult yeah. if you're in retirement. All right, talking about retirement planning, how much has changed again as we go through this, and you have questions, talk with JLP.com. Easiest way to schedule a meeting with Lee, and he's happy to sit down with you and, and discuss any of these issues or anything that's on your mind or anything you're trying to do with your retirement future. Um, the simpler investment landscape that has changed quite a bit. I mean. We, we've seen things were much more straightforward. Stocks, bonds, savings accounts even were a, a very good tool. But, man, just out there now, it just seems like there's so many things you can put your money into, and we hear about them everywhere. Yeah, th- this is 100% true. And, and I'm not sure that the complexity of today's investments, I, I'm just not really sure how much more value that this provides. Sure, there's a lot of things that are easier for the average investor, there's definitely a lot more transparency on things. And, and of course, the options are just way more than they used to be. But I don't know how much overall, how much better off we, we are overall. Um, I, I think today's investment envir- environment, it, uh, well, and the technology that we have, it's, it's way easier for people to get scammed right now. Thieves are becoming more and more savvy. And more people lose their money because you know they're chasing something that that is promising. You know something that's sort of outrageous. Uh, this that's way more common than it used to be. I, I also sort of put a lot of blame on the financial media for a lot of the problems that I see that people are facing. This twenty four seven news cycle of the financial media, I, I think many times gets people to chase shiny objects and and do things that are completely outside of what they should be doing as a long term investor. The, the gurus on TV that I talk about all the time, they're, they're continually telling people that you can get rich by doing this or by doing that. And these, these people are, are really savvy, and, and they're, they're really good at manipulating the audience into to some type of action. So, for instance, right now, one of the things you hear on, on TV and radio all the time are advertisements for QQQ, mm-hmm. which is nothing more... Than, than a technology ETF. I mean, it's been around for a long time, but man, they're pouring millions and millions of dollars into advertising and really trying to convince the the, the investor, all of us individually, that, that we can become an agent of innovation 
by investing in into this fund and and I'll tell you I mean there's there's nothing wrong with QQQ it's it's a good fund but make sure you pay attention to the disclaimer at the end of these commercials because what it's it's what it tells you is that this fund is it's just way more risky than other funds because of what it holds but you know people believe the ad and they want to you know, be cool and be an agent of innovation and and they put all their life savings into one fund and and I just don't think that's a good thing. Got to be better, more diversified than that. Yeah. And on top of that, you know, there was ESG investments were had a big push over the last couple of years too. Then you got crypto. I mean, it's just like there's things everywhere you can put your money into and everybody's trying to sell you on them. So it can be very difficult, which again is why you rely on a financial advisor like Lee and his team there, JL Perkins Wealth, to kind of help you. And, and I'm sure, Lee, too, you get people probably that come in all the time that say, hey, Lee, have you heard about such and such? And I'm sure you probably welcome that too, right? Because it gives you a chance to have a conversation. Absolutely. I can't tell you how many times a, a grandmother comes in that's 68 years old and, and her, her 19-year-old kid has told her that she needs to buy Bitcoin or Dogecoin or whatever the, <laughs> I, I'm like, man, you just listen to them and smile right. and, and nod and say, thank you. That That's pretty cool. But don't do it. They're, they're in a completely different stage of life than you are. But that happens more and more. And people are coming in and asking me about something like that. And I say, where'd you hear that from? And they're like, well, my grandson told me about this. Or somebody I met with yesterday told me something. And I said, who told you about that? And they said, my electrician did. And I'm like, Good grief! We're 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 now taking financial advice on on our life savings from our electrician. It's it is a crazy world, man. It is. Hey, folks, Lee Perkins here. I wanted to tell you about our brand new book called Next Phase: How to Retire in a Year or Less Without Regrets. It's all about helping you prepare for the next phase of your life, whatever that looks like for you. So, if you're ready to make the most of your next phase, or if you're already retired and aren't sure you're doing all you can to get the most out of your retirement, then you'll want a copy of this book. All you have to do is text NEXT PHASE to 478-475-2050 and we'll send you a copy right away. You can also access additional resources and register for one of our upcoming workshops at our website www.myretirementclarity.com. Thanks for listening. Now back to the show. All right. We're talking about some challenges today for, for retirement. And, you know, some of these we've already talked about lead into our next one, which is, you know, prior generations didn't really have to deal with what we're calling now the sandwich generation, right? Where you have to take care of financially support both your uh, aging parents, but also your children as well, who are relying on their parents longer and longer than before. And Lee, this is presents so many challenges for somebody that's trying to get settled in their own retirement. Yeah, this is becoming a real issue for a lot of people. I think people have all really sort of always known that there's a, a possibility that they're going to have to provide some level of, of support or care for their aging parents. And and now that people are living longer, of course, because of medical advances and technology and some other things like that, I think that's that's more and more expected. But what uh, what I don't think is not really what's not really as expected as much is the amount of grown children that have moved back home and are now living with their parents for some some reason or another. And and I got to be careful when I talk about this because I know there are situations where it, it is 100% necessary. But I'm telling you, Ben, it is amazing the number of grown children who are able to fully support themselves financially. 
They've moved back home with their parents and are mooching off of them because they're unmotivated to do anything else. And, and, and this has a negative financial impact on their parents and, and those parents' lifestyle in retirement. I mean, I, this, this, I'm not even talking about the number of parents who are now raising grandkids because their kids are unresponsible or have walked away from their kids. Again, there are some, some circumstances where it makes complete sense, and, and I get it. That happens. But a lot of times it's just an adult not wanting to take responsibility and raise their own children. So, so they sort of pawn them off onto their parents. And, and I, it's just not a good thing. And kind of to give an example here, my, my parents tell me and my brother all the time how proud they are that we just have a job. And I just think it seems like a pretty, pretty low bar of success <laughs> that they have for, for Scott and, and, and myself. But, uh, but they've got friends who, like them, are in their late 70s, and they've got, they got 50-year-old kids living at home with them who don't work. They just watch their TV and eat their food, and it's, it's, that's definitely not, not a good thing. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it, you, you see just a couple examples of people around you that, that have kids that aren't responsible, and it does make you appreciate even the simplest things, right? So while yeah. it, might, it might seem like a very low bar, it, you know, it's one that's uh, that's rising. It's actually a rising bar probably now nowadays, which is yeah. sad, but yep. uh, definitely a challenge to work through. All right, our fifth one here, final one I want to discuss with you, Lee, is the Social Security, right? This, so many people were contributing to social security before and the benefits were, were fine, no worries, plentiful, but now fewer people are, are, are putting money in. There's an aging population that's taking money out. And all of a sudden you have this strain on social security and there's just questions about what the future payouts might be. Yeah. We talk about the problems with social security on the show pretty regularly. And, and it, at this point, it really does sort of look like a Ponzi scheme because there's there's just not enough people paying in right now to, to pay out for future recipients. And with everybody that's retiring right now, at, at some point, there's going to have to be some type of change. Now, what does that change look like? I don't know for sure. Uh, people have their own opinions about it. But I'll tell you that I, I'm confident that politicians are going to do – they'll do something to ensure that Social Security is going to be just fine. Um, every once in a while, I'll meet with people who are – they're worried that their Social Security benefits are going to be cut. This this is not going to happen. And the reason that I can say that with confidence is because, think about it, who's the politician that's going to go to a retiree that's already collecting Social Security and say, hey, we're going to reduce your benefit? I'll tell you who that politician is. It's the one that's not going to get reelected. Right. And so if you remember the number one job of a politician, what is that? It, it, the number one job is to get reelected. So they're not going to cut benefits for current recipients. Now, could they cut benefits for future recipients? Absolutely. But I think there's some more, probably more creative ways that they could help sort of boost Social Security without ruffling feathers of a whole bunch of voters. Um, one of the first things they could do is increase the cap on the amount of wages that are taxed. Right now, the it, and a lot of people don't understand this. The only the first one hundred and sixty eight thousand six hundred dollars of wages are taxed for Social Security purposes. So if you make one sixty eight six and your neighbor makes two million dollars, you're paying the same amount of taxes on Social Security. And so there's a lot of people that make over one hundred sixty eight thousand dollars, and so that's a huge amount of money that could come into the system. And so I think you'll hear more about this in the years to come. There's already 
several years ago, there were politicians that were pushing the idea of you know scrap the cap or or whatever their sort of cool slogan was. I don't think the scrap the cap thing is ever going to happen. There'll always be a cap, but but they could certainly raise that cap to three hundred thousand or five hundred thousand or whatever it is, and they could in- increase revenues pretty substantially. I think they could also raise the, the age that you can claim Social Security. They've they've done that in the past, and they've raised, raised the age of full retirement age. But what they haven't done is, is in a, gosh, in a long, long time, is raise the age, the, the earliest age that you could collect on your own benefit. Right now, that's 62. I could see them bumping that up to 63 or 64 or whatever. They, they got to do something, definitely. Yeah, we'll see changes, I'm sure, at some point. But something you have to at least plan for, all these things are items that Lee and his team at J.L. Perkins Wealth discuss with clients all the time. And if you haven't had conversations with a financial advisor about these things, you need to do so before retirement. If you want to get in touch with Lee, talk with JLP.com. The easiest way to schedule a meeting will pull up Lee's calendar, find a time that works for you. Boom, get it in there, and you're on your way. And Lee, one that wasn't even on this list, but Taxes is another thing that they were probably much easier than they they are now, and, and always changing, and something that we always talk about here. And again, it's it's an offer that you make anyone that listens to the podcast is a chance to reach out and take advantage of your book. Yeah, so we still have our Diffuse book that, that is all about taxes, trying to help you make a better decision on on your your overall tax situation. And, and we still give out that book every single week. And if you want a copy of it, you could text the word Diffuse. D-E-F-U-S-E to 478-475-2050. We'll send you a copy of that. And, and Ben, we also have a brand new book now called Next Phase. And and that's one that we've wrote that's that, that we that we've wrote. I sound like I didn't go to school, Ben. <laughs> that that we've written. And and that that's a we actually don't even have physical copies of the book yet. We we've they've given us ten. Uh, but we've got it available as a digital download that you can get. And, and that is Next phase, how to retire in a year or less without regrets. So we're, we're using the same phone number. You can text next phase to 478-475-2050, and you can download a copy of that. It's a great, a great resource for somebody looking to retire and want to know if they've got all the, the boxes checked. That's awesome. So again, you can text diffuse or next phase to 478-475-2050 to get those books. But we appreciate you listening to the podcast. Glad to talk with you again, Lee, and look forward to doing it again soon. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot, man. Take care. Hey there, Lee Perkins here. If you're like a lot of folks, you've been listening to this podcast for a long time now, but I've got an important question for you. Have you implemented any of the ideas that we've discussed on the show? If you haven't, what are you waiting on? You know you're not getting any younger. So here's my challenge. Don't just consume the content. Our number one goal for this podcast is to help you close the gap between what you know and what you implement. So if you're ready to implement, take that first step today and visit www.talkwithjlp.com and schedule a 15-minute phone call with one of our advisors and we'll help you close the gap between what you know and what you implement so you can enjoy the next phase of your life. Now is your time. Don't procrastinate any longer. Investment advisory services are offered by J.L. Perkins Wealth Management, a registered investment advisor and insurance agency. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, legal, or investment advice. Always consult with a qualified tax, legal, or investment professional before taking any action.